0: Ottawa's
1: early season performance? Ottawa, I'm, I'm still on the fence with Ottawa because uh, Lajoie's had a fantastic start, but he's never put up stats like this at any level before now. Um, I I want to see Tierney be able to maintain the start he's put up. There's a lot of guys with really good starts, but at the end, I think it's yeah, going to come down to Stone and to Shane, and, and I that's that's my issue with Ottawa. I don't know... That the depth is going to be there long-term. Oh, Anaheim scored. Yeah,
2: okay. What do you have
3: to say about uh, Carlson with the Sharks? Like, it's looking like he's not playing nearly as well as he did in Ottawa. It seems like they pigeonholed him just to defense, and he can't do that, like offensive defenseman that like he likes to do.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a completely different system in San Jose, but the, the good thing with him is that he's got Burns there, which well, should help him. Help-
3: put him on a line with Burns. Like He's not on a line with Burns right now,
1: is No, he? no, but it, it should help him that they're in practice, and Burns plays a very similar game to what he does, so if he has any frustrations, that's the perfect person to have there for him, to talk to him. But yeah, Carlson doesn't seem to be himself. The good news is, so far, San Jose hasn't necessarily needed him to be himself.
0: Is there any... San Jose would think about flipping him at the deadline. I can't see. I
1: I I can't. I can't see it. I will say this: uh, if they want to sign him to an eight-year contract, they can't announce it until after the deadline. So he may have already agreed to an extension with them. We uh, just—they oh. can't tell us. Well, I mean, so
3: what's a- the point of? Like, what's the point of keeping him around if the Sharks are doing just as well with him as they were doing without him? And, like, the only thing he's doing is just feeding cat space and taking up time on, on the ice if he's not going to, like, put up points.
1: Mm, San Jose loves their star players, though. And and with, with Thornton, this is likely going to be him. Thornton's last year. That's $5 million that he can get. That's not going to go anywhere else. Because the free agent it's market it's for next happen. summer... Free agent market next summer doesn't look fantastic right now, and it's just going to get worse. Yeah.
2: Jeez. Who scored for Anaheim?
1: I think it was Raquel. They kept mentioning Raquel. Um, yes. I didn't actually see it on screen.
0: Sam Steele. Yeah. Was it Steele? Oh, good. Sam. Yeah.
1: If Steele can pick it up, that's going to help them quite a bit.
2: Uh, oh yeah yeah. They, they've got some good young players playing well for them Steele, yes. uh, Jones, uh, for a minute Comtois
1: uh, Terry just got sent down But he looked relatively good at points for them too Yeah well, Penalty on Anaheim I may have jinxed him
3: So it's looking like Anaheim is doing just fine Without Perry I can see Perry leaving at the deadline Or just at the end of this year
1: if, if anybody will take Perry's contract, I think Anaheim will listen.
3: Yeah. I know. I feel like LA uh, needs the offensive, offensive threat.
1: Well, if if Perry can ever get back to that again.
3: If no one takes him, do you see him just going down to the AHL for the last couple years? And I know that's shitty, but I mean.
1: Eventually. That's, you know, that's happened I mean. with Matt yeah, Molson in like Buffalo, so it can happen. Yeah. You get some cap relief by doing that if nobody will take it.
2: Yeah.
1: Not a lot, but you get some.
2: Yeah. Uh, what do you feel like Do you think if... Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, do you think if uh, you get... Do you think if Pecorino wasn't the starter for net? Like, do you think you see Sar?
1: Uh... It's really tough to project how good a starter is going to be from being a backup. I remember when Patrick Waugh was going out and they're like, okay, Abashir's been his backup for a while, Abashir's going to be fine. And then Abashir really struggled as the starter. So it's really hard to know with Saros until he's done it. Some guys make it uh, and just as many don't.
0: I think Hutton has looked pretty good in Buffalo, though.
1: Yeah, Hutton's been decent. He hasn't had the support. um, He hasn't had the support from Buffalo when he's been in the net. Olmark, Olmark's had had some support. They they play well in front of Olmark. How many games did he play last
2: year? He only played a couple. I'm pretty
1: sure. Olmark, yeah, they only brought Olmark up for a couple. Gave him his got his feet wet and sent him back to the AHL. I think they wanted to keep Olmark away from last year's team.
2: So, Shannon, when do you see Thatcher Demko coming up to Vancouver?
1: Well, the way Nelson's played this year, I would say that the, the need for Demko to come up has dropped quite a bit. Uh, but I think next summer, I think
4: uh,
1: I think he'll have every opportunity to through different workouts and training camp and everything. I think he has an excellent shot at a job next year.
3: Yeah. No. Um. So, Shannon. So, what do you feel about Eichel basically running Buffalo in the future if Buffalo can't seem to get out of the bottom of the league and their playing style? What like, do you feel like? he'll move on to a different team. This is a like big year like, for
1: Eichel. Eichel's yeah. been very frustrated, and if this team fails to make the playoffs or make any forward movement, I, I'll be interested to see. Because there's two things, like if if Eichel complains about losing, that's one thing, but if his play starts to slip because he's upset at playing on a losing team, he virtually becomes untradeable at that point.
3: Well, I mean, in the last couple of seasons, he basically ran the GM and the coach out of Buffalo oh, to yes. play there. Oh, like, Yeah, he no, he... them,
1: Like, an ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty clear he's been running the show, and... It, basically, at this point now, it's it's his team. And if it's still not good enough, it'll be interesting to see what he does in the offseason, even this year.
4: Yeah.
3: Um be crazy to see Matthews go to Arizona, Eichel go to Arizona, and just have two superstars in Arizona, and see the Coyotes possibly next year or a uh, year after that actually be a playoff contender again.
1: See, if 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 there's anybody that I think might actually pull the trigger on an offer sheet, it'd be John Chayka in Arizona. He's the only GM that I think might actually pull the trigger on one.
2: He's young and risky. You
3: don't think That the Red Wings would try to pull an offer to
2: get some offensive talent back in there.
1: Not under Holland. Holland's an old school GM. I can't see him doing that to another team. Mm -hmm. I don't
2: think they have the cap space for
1: it. They, yeah, they just got their cap space back. I don't think they would be able to afford a really big name without moving something else out.
2: So Shannon, do you think? Um, I don't know if you did a video on this or not. but You, you think Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL, or you believe the Crosby, or also Matthew's kind of like, uh,
1: no? I think it's McDavid. I, the I think I think right now I think it's McDavid. Yeah,
2: I, your sister basically believes it. Um, I think Crosby, and just because of his all around game, but McDavid for sure, number one. That's what happens. His speed is just too good.
1: McDavid, McDavid's the best, yeah, he's the best overall player.
0: McDavid's. Basically. Pretty all right at that hockey thing.
1: Crosby's Crosby's still fantastic, but something's missing with him in Pittsburgh this year, and I'm not sure what's going on there, but something's not clicking very well for him early in the year.
3: I bet his jaw's is hurting him again. He needs to get his jaw rewired again.
1: He playing with right now. Uh, who is he on a line with? Do we know? Uh, I want to say Simone, but it's not Simone. because um, I know they got Simone down on the fourth line. Um, the the Malkin line is what's really keeping them afloat right now. With Malkin, Kessel, and Haglin. Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah. So according to Daily face-off. they got him with Gensel and Brian Russ.
1: That's right. Yeah, Gensel. Uh, Gensel's Wait. Gensel's look good. Just the. They're not quite clicking right now. And Rust, Rust is not offensively anything right now. I think he has one assist. Yeah,
2: he's more of a third-liner to me. That's Crosby's not playing with Malcolm right now.
1: No. No. Wow. Maybe Malcolm's maybe misses Sherry. Yeah,
4: Sherry.
1: Yeah, maybe he misses Sherry.
4: Yeah. Kessel's
3: with Malcolm on the first line.
1: They've been line. they've been the best, but they've been the best line for Pittsburgh. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. What would you guys say is the best line in hockey right now? Bergeron, Pasternak, Marchand, maybe?
3: I don't know. Toronto has a pretty good. Yeah. first
1: right line. now, right now, I would go with McKinnon, Ranton, and Landeskog in Colorado.
2: Yeah, underrated for sure. Very underrated first line. But no, yeah,
3: I would put Boston a second for that Bergeron, Pasa, Marchand line. Yeah,
1: yeah, last night they were a little bit off because uh, Marchand was stick handling too much and not passing enough.
2: Mm, and that's all—all all he's been doing lately, it seems, is getting the assist. So. That's surprised.
1: Well, yeah, he, I mean, yeah.
2: everybody's looking at him under a microscope
3: for just his playing style. So I feel like he has to—he he has to lay low for a second, like especially with like Wilson being suspended and that Pedersen hit, like, everybody's looking out for people,
1: players like that. Well, when it's in Vancouver, every time Marshawn touches the puck, the boos are just so loud. It's the loudest noise (laughs) of the night. Uh,
3: There's a uh, sign that someone made um, showing uh, Marshawn as a rat, and he actually took a picture with him. I thought
4: it was pretty funny.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he embraces that. (laughs) He, He knows that's his role.
2: I think the first line of Taylor Hall, Nico he's and Kyle Palmieri—that's been pretty solid so
1: far, too. Yes, yeah, that's been pretty pretty solid too. And and Hall's off to a quiet start with goals, but it seems like yeah. the passing game yeah. is more more of his game than we'd expected when he was number one draft pick.
0: I think the uh, yeah, he just got his. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say I think. Uh, Finally, we're starting to see this season the Marcheseau, Wilson, and Smith line start to get going. I, I, I feel the breakout coming.
3: I don't know. I feel like Marcheseau is a little wonky this year. He's not playing the way he played last year. And I don't know if it's just because they don't have all the same players as they did last year.
1: I think that the, the emotional part is lacking with Vegas so far. They need to get that back.
2: Yeah, they need
1: to have a chip on their shoulders again. Yep. Yep, that's what's kind of missing.
2: Yeah, what is uh, what's Patch already done? I haven't. Not him, much. You know, look at his stats. What is the season? He's Not got much. one what's goal. Going on a jersey and taking it off.
1: He has one point in eight games. That's a goal. Wow. And that's it.
2: Jeez, come on, patches.
1: He's yeah. It's. And it's funny because, you know, I talked him up when he got traded there, and now it just doesn't make me look very good.
2: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, and I think everybody agreed with you.
1: Yeah, it just really didn't agree. seem like much. I mean, Tatar wasn't going to fit in in Vegas anyways, but it looks like Patches yeah. doesn't fit either.
0: I think Patches is going to be just fine. Okay. I think going back to what you said a little bit earlier, he might still just be settling in. Um, yeah. On the other hand, though, Tatar looks really good in Montreal.
1: Uh, Tatar's very happy playing in Montreal Some guys thrive in that in that pressure atmosphere I'm
0: trying to kill one of those,
3: these
4: occult like, people And these cult people are gonna, like fucking level 1000 Like Vegeta in this game huh. mm-hmm.
3: Do you think uh, P.K. Subban's going to be sticking around uh, Nashville for very long?
1: Oh yeah Yeah that, that top 4 in Nashville they'll keep that together
2: David Poyo's done there with the signings. is unreal.
1: Yeah, they're they're an unbelievable team. The only thing they're missing is the Stanley Cup.
2: Yeah, and I think this, this could be the year. I, I actually have them winning the Stanley Cup this year.
0: I was watching uh, the game a couple of nights ago, I guess, and uh, the Nashville announcers were saying um, it was cup or bust this year.
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: yep Is think
3: Nashville as the contender for the cup? But
1: I, I think they are. Uh, I, I have Winnipeg winning it, which means they won't win it. So Nashville's right there with them. Do
3: you just have uh, Winnipeg winning it, or do you have the total playoff? bracket already put together.
1: Damn. I did I did something like that before the season started where I I figured out who who would play who in the playoffs. The idea being that it would end up being uh, Winnipeg and Tampa in the finals. Tampa. I
2: remember
1: that video. But usually the preseason predictions are completely wrong. That's the way that they work out. And when everybody agrees on one team, that's the team that's not going to win. So
0: with, uh, with Florida's bad start, do you think, uh, with, in addition to their bad start and, and just how bad that they've been, if Buffalo continues to play decent, uh, do you think they could sneak into the playoffs as the second wild card?
1: Buffalo's, uh, they're interesting. They, they could. It's going to mean having a, a really solid season from Hutton. Uh, Hutton's gonna have to play really well over the full eighty eighty two game schedule. Oh yeah. Uh it's it's gonna be tricky for them. It's possible though.
4: Is my mic working now
1: or no? Yep. Yep. Yep.
4: Can you hear okay, you. Cool. So, so um, I was actually doing some of the mathematics on it, and let me actually get back to it. So, I think in total, the Pennon, the Ranton, and Linus Fogg line is actually been producing at least two goals a game, uh, two assists, well, actually almost three assists a game. And almost five points total in a game.
1: Yeah, they've been that deadly.
4: Is. That's a scary line.
1: It really is. They've been they've been absolutely deadly.
4: And I mean, in total, Bartley's own face one hundred seventy three over his start. and Brubauer's only faced one hundred and seven. And in total, we've only allowed thirty five shots per game over eight games so far. That's not bad.
1: Yep. Well, the Avs' the abs difference between last year and this year so far has been this year they're playing well on the road. Last year they couldn't play on the road.
4: And, I mean, since uh, our Columbus game, Grubauer's actually gotten his save percentage up to 9 that 5
2: Yeah, Grubauer, is, his first game was a little shaky, and since then he's looked really well.
1: Yeah, I well, see. Well,
2: last year, oh, sorry, go.
1: No, I was just gonna say Grubar had a, a rough start last year for Washington.
2: Oh, did I didn't have none of that. So maybe
3: that's just what he does. Yeah. He I was gonna low. say that last year the Avalanche couldn't make any cross ice passes either. Like I would always see them either get icings or they would tip off of somebody else. They weren't really they weren't really uh, like like neutral zone minded. They were very like defensive in transition last year, this year, it seems like a completely different team.
1: Oh, yeah. the confidence level is, is so different with Colorado right now.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, me personally watching from last year to this year, I can tell that we're definitely looking more like a playoff team than last year.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
4: But I mean, in looks like... He's going to be a killer this year because he's actually on an assist streak through all eight games.
1: Well, I think I think last year I think Colorado was playing to get to the playoffs. The way they're playing this year, they're playing to do something in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was strange.
3: Uh, I've been watching the Capitals very closely, and like, yeah, like they're a good team, and yeah, like they win games, but they just don't seem to have a playoff drive like I saw them have last year.
1: No. No, it's very inconsistent. Yeah,
3: it seems like they're still, uh, like, like it seems like they still haven't like we're like recovered from their Stanley Cup party. In the yeah, it's
1: it's very it's hard to get that intensity back because it's a short off season. And uh, yeah, it's it's hard to get that back two years in a row.
2: Yeah. I would think the Penguins would be more motivated, and they, they just don't look like they really want it. And I know they just had a great win against Toronto, and they look they look good. I just thought they would come out the gates faster, but maybe maybe it just takes time with the new chemistry because Sherry's gone, and stuff like that. So we'll. See.
1: I think, yeah, I still think I still think Pittsburgh's probably going to end up winning that division. Yeah, but New Jersey's like, looking good too. But yeah,
3: I, I feel like the Penguins rely on Murray too much, and I feel like they're going to like overplay him. To the point where they might be on the brink of not being able to use them for the playoffs. Well, I've had inju- oh.
1: yeah, the injury problems—that's the big thing with him.
3: Yeah, because like when Flurry was there, Flurry would play the majority of the regular season games and, and do very fine, and then Murray would come in the playoffs and be super fresh, and would just it would just destroy other teams having a goalie that wasn't facing hundreds of shots. For games over the season,
4: yeah. When Corey Schneider, if when and if Corey Schneider does
0: come back, do you think Keith Kincaid remains the starter, or do you think Schneider takes it back over? Keith,
1: Keith should. Uh, Kincaid's done enough that I think he should get the starter job until he falters. But it's a lot of pressure because as soon as he shows any signs of, of falling apart, uh, Schneider will just get the job back.
3: Well, I mean, Kincaid also has a repetition of playing all these games,
4: and Schneider's just been trying to get back to even, like, skating.
1: Yeah, the uh, it, the, at this point yeah. it's a question of is Schneider ever going to be the same guy he was five years ago.
2: That's the question.
3: What do you think of Tuka Rask? Like, so Tuca Rask, like, as a Boston fan, like, he has really good games already this season, and, like, he's done well, but he's also, like, crapped the bed and scared almost all of the Boston fans.
1: He's inconsistent. Uh, feel- Wildly inconsistent. The thing that gets me with Rask is uh, he has soft goals. They seem to happen regularly. And they happen regularly enough that that's why I don't put him in the same category as the top goalies in the league.
3: Well, like there's some games where he comes in and you can tell that he's playing to win, and there's some games that it, it, it seems like he's a starter, but he just shows up because he has to show up, like he doesn't really care.
0: Oh,
1: he's some, sometimes he's really shaky out of the gates, and then it's like, oh god, it's one of these games, yeah. and you know it's just not 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 in cards for him that night.
0: Yeah, he's got
2: a four point oh eight goals against average and an eight seven five save percent right now. Yeah. so not the best yeah. start.
1: Hasn't been hasn't been good enough yet.
2: Yeah, he's been really shaky about
3: hugging those posts.
4: <clears throat> so, who do you think will end up taking the central? Either Winnipeg or Nashville.
1: Of the two. I think Nashville's been more consistent. I think Nashville has the better the better defense. I have more faith in their goaltending, even with Renee on the shelf right now. So I would say Nashville gets the edge, but it should be close. Yeah, I
2: think Nashville's got a little better depth than Winnipeg. Yes. I know probably a good amount of people would disagree, but... I would actually say Nashville's got more depth. In my they've opinion. got
1: they've got more veteran depth. I think Winnipeg's still got a lot of guys learning.
2: Yeah. Are you dropping him off? I do like what I see from Josh Morrissey. Oh, veteran.
1: Morrissey's playing out of his mind so far this year. Morrissey's playing great.
2: Yeah, I, I really like that. I like Morrissey, Buffalo, and they have a really good decoy that is almost as good as Nashville's.
1: Yeah, no, they've they've and Truba, Truba's looked better so far this year than I've seen him in a while.
2: Yeah, um, I'm forgetting here. Truba got a one-year deal. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes. They couldn't agree on yeah. anything, and so he's, next summer we'll probably see him on his way out of town. I would think.
2: That's what I'm wondering. What do, you, do you think he'll be on his way out?
1: It, it doesn't seem like the team and the player agree on what he's worth, so eventually they'll probably go their separate ways, I would think.
2: Well, he oh, how- What's that? Oh, he got, he got five and a half minutes, it looks like. Yeah. I, th- I think that's around what he deserves, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but he, he wanted he wanted that or more, and he wanted the long-term as well, and I think that's where Winnipeg gets tripped up.
0: I think it's got to be hard you- as a player to... Take a case to arbitration and then hear your team
1: say why they don't think you're worth what you think you're worth. Arbitration is nasty.
0: Uh, I, I mean, uh, would you would you really want to hear that and then go no. back and, and give your all for that team?
1: No, I I yeah, I know right, it's I know it's ugly. I'm trying to remember which Canuck it was went to arbitration and they they talked about in detail how it got really ugly. And it, yeah. I
3: feel like that's where Nylander is going to go with his contract negotiation. It's
1: Nylander. Nylander's tricky because he's not moving off the eight million. That's the. That's yeah, what they're saying. Like, he's not moving.
3: Doesn't his agent or like someone like that owns the rights to him, like some KHL?
1: Yeah. Um, if he I'm doesn't sign by December first, yeah. that's where he'll end up.
3: Yeah, and there's been a couple of photos surfacing of him practicing over in Russia and in Sweden. And
1: He's like that. starting yeah. this week. He is supposed to be practicing, and I don't, I know he won't be playing games. But there's an Austrian team that he'll be on the ice with for all their practices.
4: So, like, so like he can
3: be like signed for the for that team and practice with them, and not play and still be eligible. But like have an NHL
1: contract I don't think he can officially sign with anybody until after December 1st because after December 1st he'd have to clear waivers to come back to the NHL so basically he'd be out until next season but but
3: there's nothing against him practicing with a different team while he's still under the Maple Leafs
1: nope that's fine if he wants to practice he can practice overseas but he can't be in a game
3: I feel like Toronto just really doesn't care at this point. Like, they're holding fast in what they want, and if he wants to pitch a fit and do what he wants, and they're really like, okay, well, you can go then.
1: See, and then his dad, his dad had a reputation for doing the same thing, so there's some question about whether or not uh, Michael Nealander has something to do with this, too. If he's not telling his uh, son, just just hold out for what you think you're worth, and eventually you'll get it. Because that's what happened with Michael Nealander too, but he's costing himself money every day that he doesn't play.
3: And then a bridge contract is just out of the cards. Like as, like has Toronto already stated that they won't do a bridge contract.
1: They've both both sides have said no. Yeah, both really? sides have said no. Wow. But I think that's how it's going to get done.
3: Do you feel like he'll end up in the KHL if he's not signed by defender of, of like by the first of December, or do you feel like some other team
1: will? Try no. to pick
3: him up so I he think, doesn't go to I think
1: I think he'll end up in the KHL if he doesn't sign by December first.
3: <laughs> can he sign with any other team like before then? Though, like that's what I'm wondering. wondering. Is that can you? Well, I
1: mean, that? Toronto Toronto can trade his rights,
3: but like he can't actually go searching for other teams. No, sign right. no
1: that's gone now. That's that's passed.
2: <sighs> I feel like he really missed an opportunity. I feel like he should have took him out. I honestly think a deal is going to get done soon. I think they're going to they're going to find something. In my opinion, I just think Dubas, especially after what he said, he said he's going to sign all all those guys, all the star players, and he's not going to let this one go by. He's got too much I, pride on the line.
3: I doubt he'll be able to sign them uh, starting next year with all the money that everybody wants to be signed with. Uh, either Matthews or Marner will have to drastically take less yes, than what the are worth
2: to take
3: And then I don't think Matthews wants to do that and I'm for sure knowing that Marner won't take that. A Nylander, we've seen now won't take that either. Yeah. And Tavares has already
2: signed for I don't know twelve million dollars worth of bonuses just like that right now so that's a tough that's a tough deal. That's a that's a good problem to have them.
1: Well Marner's or not Marner, Um Tavares, it's it's thirteen million this year. And that's I think crazy. That's the, twelve that's I think twelve million of that was a bonus on July first. And then he gets the twelve million dollar bonus next July first. So that's over twenty million dollars in twelve months.
3: Why did they sign him for that? Like I mean, because like, I nobody can like a match really that player but I mean well, no, but like, why even sign him for that? Like, if no one's even gonna get to that close of money, why even
2: give them that close? Yeah, money? you gotta take care of your future, in my opinion.
1: They, yeah, they. Like, I mean, like, it's they could it's
2: easily like they could e-
3: easily drop the price of what they would get him at, and still have that be way over what anybody else would be willing to like give up for him.
1: Well, San Jose offered him thirteen million a year. He turned it down. Did they? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. San Jose offered him all the money in the world, and he turned it down to go to Toronto. The cap hits 11 million, but the actual money he makes is different.
3: Well, like if he's already locked into Toronto, I feel like Toronto could have offered less than San Jose,
2: and he still would have been in Toronto. I don't know. I think he was closer to. I think he was more on the fence, because if he was so definite about Toronto, they probably could have, like you said, they probably could have gone lower than than they did, like maybe around 11, or or, I mean, maybe around like nine or 10.
3: He's a good player, but I feel like the Toronto Maple Leafs screwed themselves over by trying to like uh, by giving him that much money comparatively to like all these other players that
2: they want to keep on the yeah, team. I mean, they got to They got it. They should have looked at Nylander, Marner, and and worried about Marner Matthews first before they even thought about Tavares. But that's just me. I mean, I don't mind what
1: they did. I, I and I personally, I didn't think Tavares made any sense because they needed to get a defenseman in there. Yeah. I thought they'd just keep Marner, Matthews, Nealander together, and then quote and add a defenseman.
3: I was surprised uh, McQuaid didn't go to Toronto because they needed a solid like defenseman, and Boston was willing to give him up.
1: Yeah, and McQuaid's a good defenseman. He is. I like McQuaid.
2: Um.
0: So <laughs> with the Red- Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I, I guess I didn't understand what all the fuss uh, is. I mean, I, I I know he's a good player, but I I don't. I mean, for me, he's not like the over-the-top guy. You know, like I mean, David's making twelve and a half million, right? I mean, yeah, I, I, I see why he would get that, but I, I don't see why Tavares got the money that he did. You don't see him as like a Crosby-type player. No, no. Yeah.
2: Well, I see him as a borderline Tier 1, Tier 2.
1: The, the part that I find strange is that we've, we've kind of agreed for years that Taves and Kane both make $10.5 million, which has made it difficult for Chicago to build up a team that can win a Stanley Cup because they're paying so much money to two guys. Now Toronto's going to have that with Tavares and Matthews, but there's this feeling of, oh, it's okay, it'll work here, even though we all kind of agreed that paying two guys all the money didn't work elsewhere. It's really strange.
0: Well, I find it interesting, too, that Crosby took less money so that they could pay Malkin and they could, you know, Build a team around to, to compete for and win Stanley Cups, and they win back-to-back cups. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: Crosby is like the Tom Brady of Pittsburgh.
4: Basically, like, yeah.
3: Take a lot, lot like a lot less money to get quality players in there to have a, to have a winning team.
0: But what, I feel like, yeah, go. What would you do? Would you take less money to to keep a good team intact and win championships? Yep. Oh
3: yeah, without a doubt. Like, money is nice, but I'd rather have that ring on my finger than $12 million and be sitting at Pine
0: That ring on your finger could be worth $12 million.
1: <laughs> well, see, that's what they used to do. The players, you'd, you'd get your entry-level contract, you'd have your bridge contract coming out of that, then you'd get your, your, your prime contract, and then you would make your money as a UFA after. And now we've skipped all of that to where a guy coming out of his entry-level contract makes all yeah. of his money right away. So it's completely thrown the economics of the NHL into disarray. And it it, it means that the cap, you're always at it if your team's anywhere near good.
3: Well, it's crazy to look at the NHL and look at like the NFL and like, the NBA and see like the salaries that some of these other players are making in these other leagues comparatively Same. to
1: the NHL. Oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford got that money in Detroit, and I'm like, "What? Stafford? Okay. All right. Sure. All right."
3: Well, well yeah, like it's crazy because like you see, Tavares is getting 12 million dollars basically every single year for the like foreseeable feature and then you go to football and like a like and like a backup quarterback's making like 17 to 23 million. Yeah.
1: Well, Stafford. Oh, how much money did Stafford get from Detroit? I want to say 30 million. A year.
0: I think it was right at thirty a year.
1: And and he's won? Has he won zero playoff games in his career? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I I just bewildered by that. And Detroit's never winning a, a Super Bowl, so I'm not sure. That's just weird money to me.
0: But see, the other thing too is that with NFL contracts, the whole thing's not guaranteed. No. It's true. Yeah. But, but I, mean, I like I that. Well, yeah, but they also have that sneaky
3: thing that hockey does of like the signing bonuses, and players are catching on with that too. There's I would,
1: I would love way. to see NHL contracts not guaranteed. So if a guy comes into camp and he's playing like crap, he's got a crappy attitude, you cut him, his contract's gone. I think it motivates players to be better.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting to see. Well, they, I mean. With with like baseball, and and I go to baseball because I grew up with it. Yeah, it was my number one sport. Like the contracts are fully guaranteed, but yep. if a player comes into camp and he's he's not performing to start the season, and he gets cut, I mean the the team still has to pay him. So again, there's no incentive like there is in football to you know come into camp in in shape and. You know, play hungry. So, I think it would be cool if hockey had that
1: too. I think that's why, like, you know, and I know they're not the most exciting things to watch, but I, I respect tennis and I respect golf because you get paid according to how well you're playing. If you're not playing, you don't get paid. Yeah. So if, and it's an individual sport, you can't blame anybody else, you can't point your fingers at your teammates, it's all on you.
4: So so just to go off the football thing, like this offseason, Kirk Cousins signed with the Minnesota Vikings for three years, and up front they paid him $84 million.
1: Holy crap. That's, That's ridiculous money. Like, do you think they sat and they went, uh, okay, we'll give you $82 million. He goes, no, nah, I want 86 Okay, we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> All right, you drive a hard bargain, boys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just the crazy. Better, he hasn't made them any better.
1: No. I would argue that football, it's important to have a good quarterback, but, you know, if your defense isn't put together correctly, you can have the best quarterback in the world, and it doesn't really matter.
3: what is everybody's opinion on the uh, Dutch termination from the Ducks
1: oh I was fine with I was fine with Tampa terminating him I'm surprised Anaheim picked him up but I honestly again you know if he came to camp 30 pounds overweight and they've had problems with him about this kind of thing before I honestly don't have a problem with it but I understand the NHLPA appealing it too
3: I agree is there any news on that? Like, did the appeal go through, or are they still waiting for that?
1: I would imagine that'll probably take weeks.
3: Yeah. Do you know how much he's trying to uh, get out of the, the Lightning organization?
1: Probably the eight hundred grand, I would think. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll settle. Maybe they'll settle and give him half and just make it all go away.
3: Yeah, I feel like he can't go back to Lightning after this, though. Like, they'll never want him back after
1: this. Oh, I don't think there was any concern with that in the first place. Really? I yeah, I Dochins a guy for me that I think he's I don't know. Anaheim's a team that maybe they needed a depth defenseman, but I'm not sure Dotson's the answer. He's a good uh, player. I like him. I don't know why they didn't just give BXO one last contract for 650 grand. He can be the seventh guy, eighth guy. He can still play occasionally.
0: What is everyone's
2: thoughts on Kyla Yamamoto now that Ty Raddys hurt? Yamamoto's on the first line and Edmonton. Let's go, let's do it. I want
1: to see goals. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure how much offensive upside is there. I'm starting to wonder with him. Um, and I know they've been snake bit somewhat, but you know Edmonton's got a lot of good young forwards that just for whatever reason they're snake bit around the net.
3: Oh crap! Charles Wing died. The owner of the
1: Islanders died Last night, yep
4: Yeah,
1: I am I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to do some kind of a video Where I I do some kind of discussion Without it looking like I'm trying to make money off a guy dying Yeah You know, one of those kinds of things
2: Because
1: Charles Wong He was one of the most interesting owners ever No, I, he wasn't one of the best owners ever, but he was really interesting.
2: I don't know, Shannon. I don't think he was as good as John Spano. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, no.
2: Spano's going down in the history books.
1: Yeah, him and him and him and Davis with the with the Raiders there. <laughs> Let's bring in John Gruden. What's John Gruden gonna do? I wanna get rid of our best guy. Okay. <laughs> That'll get us to the playoffs.
3: Have you guys seen... uh, Apparently there's uh, headlines that Kerry Price is on the verge of passing
4: Patrick Raw for uh, points.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's close to him on the wins list. And that'll be a video when he does it. And then, you know, there'll be he's the greatest of all time conversation, which happens anytime you talk about Kerry Price. He's the good...
3: Uh, what's Pecorine's, uh like? Like, like I know he's an IR, but like, where do they place him? My IR for just
1: like regular uh, IR, which means he misses a minimum of a week.
3: But like, was there anything said about why he's missing a week? Like, is he sick? Is he injured?
1: There, it's 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 a concussion from the looks of what happened in the Calgary game. Uh, Kevin okay. Fiala came back and accidentally need him in the mask. Uh-huh. so he was kind of down in and Fiala needed him oh, in the mask. Yeah. And then he yeah, got yeah. up, he was kind of wobbly, and then later on he pulled himself out of the game. So it's, it's a concussion, but they're not going to say it's a concussion. We'll just add that to the list of goalies that have been concussed this year.
4: No.
0: With IR, no? It, like, when you get put on IR, you miss at least a week, but there's no... There's no actual like timetable for a return.
1: No, no.
0: Way.
1: It'll be are a week, and then they'll move them to day to day, probably.
0: Are you probably.
3: able to keep the money that you're making while on IR, or do you forfeit that?
1: There's an insurance procedure that goes through where teams that the money's still on the cap. I know on LT, a long term, it comes off. Team, player still gets paid, but it just it comes from health insurance, I think.
4: I know the
3: Kings are looking kind of shaky it says they're holding a, a closed door meeting after Fort
1: law. They yeah they did. That was uh, yeah that would be a fun fun meeting. I think the fun the most fun part for me yesterday was after the second period where they asked Jared Stoll who's their color guy, do you think they're fighting with each other in the locker room right now and he looked really uncomfortable. I'm like you know damn well they're fighting with each other. You know Dowdy's throwing stuff. You just can't say it.
3: You can probably hear from from the
1: from Oh, I I would imagine Doughty's screaming and yelling on the ice when they're winning.
3: Yeah. And Doughty, yeah, and I can see Doughty doing that. Doughty plays big minutes for that team, too.
1: Oh, so absolutely. I, like I mean, if Carlson, if Eric Carlson had gone to L.A., he'd be fighting with them on the ice. He'd be openly arguing with them on the ice. Because Carlson did that in Ottawa.
3: Do you feel like that's part of the reason why he left Ottawa is because he openly fought with Olin? I
1: mean, uh, he didn't get along with management. He hadn't talked to anybody in management since November.
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah, but that, was that on him or, or was that on management just kind of being
1: petty? It's probably you know, shared. It's probably shared. There was the rumor that uh, Eugene Melnick came into the locker room and yelled and screamed at him in front of everybody, and I would imagine that didn't help. So
4: the so other, with Lightman's contract coming up and how doing this year, how much do you think that he's actually worth? For who? Uh Not Rich. Uh,
1: hmm. Not really sure because the. the The market's weird that certain teams will pay a bunch of money, and then is it the market that's driving it? Yeah, it's really hard to predict that kind of thing. Even asking people, what's Matthews going to get? Some people say 9, some will say 12, some will say 13, or 11, 10.
4: (laughs)
2: So we got Tampa over Chicago five to two right now. Calgary wow. three to one over Rangers and Anaheim one up over Buffalo. No big surprises. <laughs>
1: yep 5-2 well Chicago's on the power play so they could pull the goalie they're down by 3 so they pulled the goalie? oh my god they pulled the goalie I guess
2: they actually pulled the goalie
1: yep they're only down by 3 with 3 minutes left so oh man it's so weird you would never see a goalie get pulled 3 goals down before Nope. Referee waved it off.
2: Analytically, like a movement going on with Martha. Seems <laughs> to just trying it out.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. It's just, it just throws me off because you would never see that. Four minutes. Yeah. All right, now apparently they're going to look at it. See if it went in or... Oh, I can't see if that's in or not.
4: Is... Uh, to They're gonna have
1: to, to go off. overhead on that one.
4: That's a goal. Yeah, that's a goal. <laughs> yeah, that's a goal.
3: <laughs>
2: they,
1: they scored. It's five I
3: can't, three. Man, I
1: can't drink water anymore. Yeah, that's a goal yeah i know if they had a sensor in the puck this would be a lot easier to figure out
4: yeah that's a goal
1: i don't know why they're showing the one the, the shot from in front that shot shows it for sure his gloves, it's obvious, the puck's in the net. Yeah, I can see it, the puck's... I don't know how many times they're going to show this, the puck's in the net.
4: So it's 5-3. A lot of the camera angles, you couldn't even tell if the shader didn't go past it but you were pretty sure that it did,
1: and so they finally said you were in the goal. It yep. And now here's Wes McCauley, who makes the best calls. <laughs> yep, that's a goal. Look at that, I called that one early, sweetie. What do I get for that? Okay. Fine. Don't tell me, then. <laughs>
0: Now they're only down by two with four
1: minutes to go. Yeah. Ducks are still up one nothing.
2: Wow. So the lightning outshot the Blackhawks thirty-three to six in the second period. Oh. Wow.
1: They must have seen what the stars did last week and said we can do that.
4: <laughs> Here am I the show. Do
3: you think Vegas is kicking themselves over Thomas Tatar having like a incredible season with the Kanye?
1: Not necessarily, because I don't think he fit in there.
3: With the Canadians or with Vegas? With Vegas. He probably just wasn't a
4: gambler.
1: Yeah, I don't think it would have worked for him in Vegas.
2: They pulled him.
1: They pulled the goalie again? All right. It's so weird. I think Anaheim's look
2: pretty good. They're not allowing as many shots as... I John Gibson's in that.
1: Well, it's Miller tonight. Yeah,
2: Miller tonight. So they play good defense, and then once Gibson comes back, they'll just let bombs away. Well,
4: these are fun match.
2: Apparently,
3: it's just been released that Matthew Kajuk said that any of his teammates hit his, bra- uh, hit his brother, um, they're going to fight. Like, he'll fight any of his teammates if they ever hit his brother.
1: That's weird.
4: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that.
1: Considering the the way that his brother plays the game on the edge the same as he does, Yeah. obviously no, there's going to be hits.
3: I, I, I already think Brady Kachuk is better than Matthew Kachuk. Like oh, absolutely. Like, I like Matthew Kachuk.
1: But. Yeah. No, Brady's Brady's the star of the, the family.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. I just wonder how old. Oh, no, I wonder how Keith Kachuk will respond to this. Their dad, their guy. dad probably is just shaking his head right now.
1: Yeah, I can't see their dad making any kind of statement like that about it if he had a brother in the league.
3: <laughs> I mean, like yeah, it's your brother, but I would feel like PK would check his brother if he could.
0: Yep.
1: Oh yes, he put Jordan through the boards and laugh about it.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: Ducks.
1: It's so weird that I'm not booing the Ducks this year. (laughs) It just feels wrong and dirty. I hate the Ducks. Yeah, I hated them, but that's changed.
3: Oh, uh, did you see what the NHL put out uh, after the Pedersen hit? Uh, They said the better player you are, the more you should be expected to be abused. And they said that uh, all the Canuck fans, apparently. I think quiet them down.
1: Uh, well, it is standard that if you are one of the better players, you will get hit. You will get more attention. My my prime concern with Pedersen from the beginning is not his talent level. It's is he physically mature enough to handle it? And I still have that question. Is is he able to? Is he strong enough to handle it?
3: See, on you laugh, but they're going to pull the goalie again. I don't know, because I feel like part of the NHL uh, wants, like, all those, like, nasty hits and those, like, big fights and those, like, type of plays and those players to stay in. And sometimes it makes it seem like they're, like, trying to get them on a like, express train out of the NHL. So it's really,
1: well, they phased out it's
3: very hard to judge by yeah. what the league wants to do with stuff like that. They
1: they've they've managed to phase out the enforcers. So <laughs> Okay, so Chicago gave up. They're not pulling the goalie again. Insanity.
4: What's the score Calgary?
1: It was 3-1 last I saw. Let me go over and check it again. 4-1 to one now. Yeah, and Calgary's going to the power play with a minute left.
4: What
3: happened to the Rangers in this? Like, how do they drop a game like that? Well, shots on the goal
2: from the Rangers. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, with Riddick.
2: <coughs> yeah, he looks sharp.
1: Yeah, he's a good goaltender. He is.
2: I think I think he's
1: past Gillies for good. I don't think Gillies is going to be in their plans. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I remember it was between him and Gillies, who's going to get that backup role, and I think Riddick has
2: definitely um, taken that spot. Yep.
3: 54 shots on Tampa tonight. Wow. So Shannon, if you could answer based on your hockey god knowledge, okay. um, um, what game? or, like like, or like what teams do you think the Blackhawks have circled on, on their calendars as like easy games to win to bolster their stats? Like what? Like what teams do you think the Blackhawks are not really worried about?
1: Not worried about.
3: But you know, like
1: easy to win games, the games that they know going in there that they
4: probably shouldn't. Like maybe, should maybe Minnesota.
1: Uh, it's a tough call, though, and and uh, probably certain teams in the Pacific. But Joel Quenville doesn't seem like a coach that would take any team or any game for granted. Okay. So I'm I'm not. You, there might be players, but I, th- I would think if a player who came out and said, "Ah, oh, we got this one," Quenville might have a couple of words for him about
4: that. Okay. Yeah. So, so, do you feel that St. Louis is starting really strong
1: this year? St. Louis. You know, anytime that you add that many players to a roster. I, I, you're you're running the risk of it taking a while for them to all gel and get it get it figured out. I don't think we're necessarily going to know where St. Louis is until we get into like December, and then we'll have a really good idea for whether it's going to work or not.
2: Is Kessler still your most hated player in the NHL, Shannon? Probably. Probably. I
1: don't wish him any particular ills. <laughs> So that's the first win for Calgary in Madison Square Garden in a decade.
2: Yeah, last time was 2000. Yeah. The-
1: so maybe maybe they'll win one in Anaheim this year.
2: Yeah, right. So,
4: so what's your thought? I'm like, when a team, for instance, the Rangers tonight. From what I'm looking at, have like 45 shots, but only score one goal. So the to losing four
1: of one to uh, what like who has 26. Well, it was it, like last year at certain points, I noticed that teams that got a ton of shots didn't win very often. And it leads me to think, well, they're shooting from everywhere on the ice. They may not be waiting for the right opportunities. Uh, I've started thinking that Carolina has started doing that too. Carolina's had those moments in this year uh, this early part of the season where they've taken just a ton of shots and maybe they should be waiting oh that was pretty, Buffalo just scored a nice one Okpozo they're on the board I
3: not
2: seen it yet, but,
1: uh, sorry Is
3: so how do you Gasmiller. judge the Golden Knights uh, this season if they've dropped I think should be easy to win games against like Buffalo, but yet they come out and they can defeat the uh, the Ducks who are having, I think, a pretty great start to their season.
1: I I think they just got off to a sluggish start, and I think this this homestand if they can go and win four out of five or five out of five on the homestand, I think they'll they'll probably be okay. Mm.
4: Do you think that it would be cause for concern if they don't go
1: 500 on the home trip for Vegas? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if if Vegas drops a couple on the homestand. They don't have any really long road trips or long homestands from here. Uh, This is their longest homestand of the year at five games. They just finished their longest road trip at five games. Last year, they had a couple of really long homestands, which really helped them. This year, the schedule is a little rougher on them.
3: So it's looking like the Kings will be the bottom Californian team this year. Or at least that's what it looks like from the start.
1: Yeah, they look like the one that probably doesn't make the playoffs out of the three.
2: What do you think the reason of that is, guys? Oh, it's speed. At speed.
1: Speed is a big part of it. Uh, they Yesterday they didn't look very motivated against Buffalo. They just They're didn't look like they wanted team. it.
3: They're a very like defensive team that has like some brink of scoring, but... They don't have a solid enough offense that I feel like they could keep up with some de-
2: like decent teams. I was watching the LA Toronto game and the first line looked good. Kobuchuk, Kobatar. When that line's on the ice it looks fine, but then anything after that, Jared Anderson Dolan looks good, but anything after that it just it, it it falls off a cliff from there.
1: Yeah, it's 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 just it's not there for them this year at all.
2: Yeah, Kopitar and
3: Kovalchuk, are, I feel like, the only two saving graces for their offense for that team. And you can't just have two players run your t- well, like, whole offense through 82 games plus 16 more playoff games.
1: Well, and one of them's 32 yeah, so and the other one's in his mid-30s. That's just, it doesn't work in today's NHL. Yeah,
3: yeah. And they'll have to be playing during during the regular season a bunch to even have a hope of looking at playoff. Right. So I just
2: checked roster resource, and it looks like they're moving Tyler Teply up to the first line with Iofalo and Kopitar, and Kovalchuk's going down to the second.
1: Well, hopefully that helps them. They got it. They have to change something up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they got to do something. They are just they're on, they're second to last right, right now in the game and in much every category. They're they're just bad.
1: Yeah, it's been ugly. What's Kovalchuk's,
2: uh, what's Kovalchuk's
3: injury rate? Like, does he get injured?
1: Not usually.
3: Really it's
1: pretty since, pretty healthy.
2: Yeah.
1: But it's just a matter of at 35, you're not going to get 40 goals oh. out of him.
2: And he's going to be there until 38. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: I I don't know if they're going to like that contract uh, by well, the end of this season.
3: Yeah. He's going to like retire as a, a king. Well, I
1: mean, or? if he's if you sign a contract at 35 or older, that cap hit doesn't come off. So, yeah,
4: that's the tricky uh, thing
1: with thirty-five and over.
4: Or like,
3: even if he wants to keep playing, like, like Yager did, no one will offer him a contract.
1: Uh, he's uh, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see because he's been kind of snake bit. Like yesterday, he had a number of really decent scoring opportunities. He just couldn't get it get it to go for him. I'm not a big
2: fan of Jeff Carter's contract either. He's there until 2022. At oh, Carter's,
1: <laughs> Carter's very streaky.
2: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes he looks – well, last year, I'm not going to lie, last year he looked he looked really good. He didn't play a lot, but he put yep. up almost a point per game. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. To pull these has been kind of disappointing, but I hope he can get it going this year.
1: He's got the ability. He can.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: So when Seattle comes into the league, uh, like, do you know how they're already going to split up the teams, or like shift some in teams into different like divisions or conferences?
1: The obvious move would be Arizona to the Central, but I've seen the argument made that Calgary and Edmonton should be moved to the Central, and then leave everybody else in the Pacific and Seattle's in the Pacific. Uh, I'll I'll be interested to see what the NHL does and if they announce that when they announce the expansion.
3: Are you guys excited that Seattle's coming into the league?
1: Oh yeah, that's going to be fun because that's only a four-hour drive for us.
3: dealing with a lot of Alaskans starting to root for the Seattle team because a lot of Alaskans root for the Seahawks because it's the closest NFL team.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep.
3: I hope they choose different colors than the Seahawks, too. I hope it's not just like a hockey Seahawks team.
1: Yeah, the, the colors are going to be interesting. Definitely. I would think Emerald City, Emerald City it'll be green, but we'll
3: see. Seafoam green and like light sky blue. Maybe like a dark oval tone of like purple.
4: But have some like seafaring colors.
1: Yeah, I would think they'll do something like
4: that. Michael again, little step back to his right. I mean, looking at the Mariners, Sounders, and Seahawks, it's almost a guarantee that they're going to have something green and something blue in them.
1: Yep. And then the trick is not to have something that looks just like the Canucks. Because their colors are very similar. Yeah. Do you think
3: they're going to be called the Sea Dogs? Because they have like the Mariners, they have the Seahawks, they have the Sea Dogs.
1: Well, the biggest rumor has been Totems. Totems might make a lot of sense. That's what the rumored name has been, but.
3: I don't know. They should say that for when Alaska comes into the (laughs) league.
2: like they should have it for every single state all right guys guys i'm gonna go ahead and get going this is really
1: fun i appreciate you doing this in all i'm gonna um yep. uh-huh. so i've been i've been recording i'm gonna go ahead and turn off the recording
2: uh
1: thank you guys though for participating in this yeah